Okay, welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by me, Jesse Runnels. Once again, I'm joined by my lovely, adoring wife, Jillian Winters. Hello. <clears throat> Sorry that, um, well, I apologize. I should say that I didn't do, we didn't do an episode last week. Um, I don't know, I just, I don't know, life got a little hectic and... And I was kind of anxious and stressed out from failing an exam for school, but, you know, whatever. Life goes on, and uh, I apologize, folks. I should have gave the audience what they wanted. You also were busy prepping and interviewing for a new job. Oh, that yeah. was part of it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Do you want to talk about that? Share your news <laughs> with the listeners? I mean, it, it honestly, yeah, I, I, yes, I got promoted or took another position within my current department at the dental school's IT department, and um, it's it's just kind of a bizarre experience, honestly, because I don't know, I've never had to interview for another job. For the same place, while also working for the same place, it is just a bit odd to me. I don't. I, I mean, I obviously have a social ineptness across the board, and I, just don't know how to react to most situations in life. It was. I mean, it was odd. Because they, so the for the listeners who don't know, the situation was this job had been open for a while and they asked Jesse to apply. They wanted him to have the position, but Jesse still had to go through every step yeah. like a normal applicant, I guess, so that, you know, no one could be sued for favoritism or whatever it might be, like to make sure they check all the boxes and that it's legit and that, that you know, you're qualified and that they weren't just giving it to you. So it was awkward because you like we all knew you were gonna get it. Yeah, and it was a legitimate interview. Like I got a lot of questions. Yeah, they probably had to take notes and write down your answers so that if there's any, you know, if there's any audit or investigation or anything, they have all their track tracks covered to show that you know you actually are ready for this job. I mean, I'm sure it's not that big of a deal for. The positions you have but they probably have policy the same policy in place for all positions you know so no one can get the dean position just because someone wanted them to have it you know that kind of thing yeah and it, it there's like i heard there's like a big union thing there. oh yeah that's probably part of it too like in i don't i mean i don't know i mean I'm pretty sure I was the only candidate, but whatever. But uh, I had to take a civil service exam and all that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, I don't know. But plus, like, it's uh, the, the this journey into this position is going to be a little, uh, I guess, kind of bumpy. I guess you could say, or because the manager who was over that department just left. 
Mm-hmm. So they're trying to like reforge that department. So we have one guy who's from the IT department from main campus trying to get everything along while every you know the disarray of the department. But um, anyways, I'm excited for mm-hmm. the new position to. I won't have to. I'll be able to, you know, get my steps in during the day at work get out and see some sunshine every now and then. Mm-hmm. Might experience blistering cold winter. Oh, yeah. You're going to be not happy. Yeah. Well, I've got a, a decent jacket. Yeah, but, it's true. But anyways, um, it'll be a, you know, good experience. And it's, uh, I you know, I can't say that I'm not proud of myself because, like, I've only been there five months and have already moved up in the department, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, in a way. Very exciting. So, I mean, I was impressive in some sort of way. But anyways, um, yeah, that's what was going on last week. So I told my dad yesterday, and I'm sure he told my mom, so I should call him soon, but... Well, they'll listen to this probably, but <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, um, so uh, that was pretty, I was pretty anxious leading up to that interview, and once it was over, I was like, thank God, I was just like, I don't have to worry about this anymore, I don't have to worry about the outcome, I almost didn't care after the interview was over, I'm just like, I'm glad this is over. And then, like, five minutes later, they came and offered me the job. <laughs> so I'm like, and then when that happens, I get all frazzled, and I've made rash decisions in the past mm-hmm. that Jill gets really yep. upset about. And I'm like, all right, well, let me, before I say anything, sir, let me talk this over with my wife. That's what I said. I had to stop myself. I had to be like, wait. And then... I came home from lunch and we talked it over and decided to take it. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't much changing. My main concern was if, if you're like leave count, like if you'd lose your leave and have to start over on the accrual, that's the only thing. Cause I would like to finally take our honeymoon. That's kind of a goal. And also, I mean, you say you have to talk about it with me, but really Luther makes all household decisions, so you had to run it by him and make sure he was okay with it. I couldn't wake him up. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, I'm sure he, that was his way of blessing it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Okay. What, our cat making, being the head of our household doesn't make sense? No, like... What, what's wrong with that? His answer being asleep, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. That it's not even worthy to pester him with that question, just do what you will. Well, I mean, I've woke him up before and he bites me, so you can't just wake him up. Yeah. It's like you. He you bites can't, you? I don't know, he has before. You know, like he grabs you with the claws or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like you, you can't just wake you up. I'm an, I am a delightful angel in the morning. A delight. Sure. Rude. Anyways, let's uh, 
You one reason we were all so busy last week oh, is from all our fun concerts. Oh yeah, I, f- I don't know. I can't think. Yeah. Obviously, okay. So we saw Mark Marin Friday, and uh, that was pretty funny. Uh, his opener was just okay. Of all the openers I've seen, I don't know. She was like on the like ground floor of openers I've seen for comedians, but she was decent. Still. Yeah, she was. I mean, I've seen worse comedians for sure. She was funny. Just her tone of voice, like she just talked very quiet. Yeah, and, she could have talked a little louder. Yeah, it just wasn't very energizing. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I never sounded like that either when I did open mics. I sounded like probably dejected. <laughs> or yeah, I, hers I think she was doing on purpose, but it was like it pairs well with certain jokes, but for a whole show it's like, okay, let's pump this up a little bit. Yeah, but she was trying to do that Jim Gaffigan voice the whole time. Oh, I didn't think that, but that is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, listening to Mark Marin. um, Oh, made me realize that it's basically like he and Jesse are so similar. It was kind of like blowing my mind. Like him describing the thoughts that go on in his head. I'm like, this is, that's exactly what Jesse would say. Like the whole world's on fire. Yeah. And I'm just, or like my whole internals is on fire, but like anxiety wise. Yeah. And just wanting to be left alone and tell everyone to F off. (laughs) Yeah. Just all of it. Just. I'm going to have to listen to his podcast more. Yeah, and when they, yeah, and then he said, like, it, like, really hit home when he said, like, I almost wanted to steal a joke, but I didn't. Like, when his anxiety is over or he just comes one with it, he just passes out. And I'm like, man, I could, I could so relate with that because that's happened to me so many times where I'm just like, fuck it, or whatever, let it go, and then I just, like, yeah, I'm just, well, <laughs> my yeah, body just... <laughs> I mean, there's, like, physical responses for that, like, anxiety, at least panic attacks get your adrenaline going, and I'm yeah. sure anxiety raises your cortisol, and then when you have a drop in that, yeah, you're going to be exhausted. Yeah. Anyways, but um, it was a good show. We'll get... I another comedian that I saw and I he was like like he I saw him in the bar too it was weird seeing like him that close and then like much taller than he is yeah yeah he was talking to someone because we were both like oh my gosh did we say anything because it was like after everyone had left but Jesse waited to use the restroom at the end and I guess he was like last in line or something um but we didn't we couldn't think of anything to say and plus like he was talking to someone, so we didn't want to like be like hi and interrupt. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I get weird around celebrities. Yeah. Um, because we could have said hi to Mark Norman too when we saw him. Oh yeah, I was waiting. Like you were in the restroom. Like why are you always in the restroom? You were in the restroom again. Because I wait till after the show. To use <laughs> no, the bathroom. This, this was before the thing. We had driven to Lafayette, and I think you had to use the bathroom once we got out of the car. And I saw him just come into the hotel alone, and I was just sitting there waiting. And I was like, "Wait, that's the guy we're gonna go see." I think I didn't didn't have anything to say because I hadn't seen him yet. Yeah, I didn't know if he was gonna be good. He was. Yeah, he was good. 
Um, also, PSA, um, Nicole Byers, who is the host of Nailed It, um, is going to be at the Helium Club in St. Louis in October, and I 100% want to go. So if anyone wants to go with us, just hit me up. Yeah, should be funny. Um, and then Sunday? Yeah, we went and saw a Big Freedom. It was amazing! Yeah, and, and if I was to compare the openers between the two shows... Oh. Gosh, it was a bit of a, it was a, a different type of vibe. That's probably the gentlest way I could say that. Yeah, the opener did not match Big Frida's energy. No, the only thing that they had in common is that they're they were both black and both like gay men. Well, I don't know if he was gay or not. Just like queer identified or whatever. I don't know if he was just a drag queen or cross-dressing like as a performance or if he actually is transgender as a woman. I don't, I'm very, it had a very I think he was a gay dude. I think he said he was a gay dude. Okay. So then he was cross-dressing just for the performance. I don't know all the different I don't, terms. I don't know. I try to keep up with it, but sometimes I get confused. Um, but yeah, it was the... the Parts of it, if you looked at each individual part of that opener, were really good or interesting or like, okay, yeah, I could get into this. But then they were all meshed together, and that made it very confusing. They didn't match, like, flute playing with electronic music and then, like, strip teasing with heavy metal screaming, singing. It was just very, it was, like, too much all at once. And the energy was a totally different energy than Big Frida show. Yeah, I thought he was trying to do like some weird uh, David Bowie stuff. It def his outfits were yeah. definitely very David Bowie, like in Labyrinth. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, yeah, so that part was funny. It was I mean the dancing was just like oh my gosh, how did he even do that? But um, yeah, Big Frida was amazing. I love seeing Big Frida live. Um, she's just I just love her music. It's always such a fun time just dancing, doing whatever, like very carefree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very subdued crowd for Big Frida, though. My brother oh, was yeah. noting that afterwards. Like, they were like people sitting and watching. Like, who sits and watches yeah, Big Frida? And somebody had the audacity to sit and watch and tell me to move out of the way when I was... Oh, yeah. Like, I wanted to be like, well, you move. Like, yeah, we I were paid just like you. I don't care. We were standing in the dance floor and there were like seats lining the part of the dance floor. And then there's like raised levels, kind of like a stadium seating movie theater with like tables and stuff. So like if you want to sit and watch, you can see kind of above the people on the dance floor part, um, like it's lower and these people were sitting in the corner of the dance floor part on the sheet, the chairs lining the wall. And like, I guess Jesse's tall and he was blocking them. So they like asked him to move, but it was like, why don't you just go, if you're going to sit, why just, why don't you go sit where you're supposed to? <laughs> like, Whatever. Yeah. We moved. We had plenty of, we had plenty of space. Yeah. I didn't want to start a, 
Yeah. Conflict. And it was like 20 minutes before Big Frida started anyway. And then there were a ton of other people on the dance floor. Like, it they were going to get blocked no matter what. It still didn't matter. So. Yeah, exactly. So. But, like, she jumped a gun. But anyways, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was really good music. Yeah. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. So, um, we stayed up till 11. Yeah, that was on pretty. On a Sunday. Yeah, Look not, at us. I don't know if I want to do that again, oh honestly. God. Well, it was pretty rough the next day. Okay, but Big Freed is worth it. Well, I was pretty tired, so. You worth know. it. Hey, I had to work too, mister. Yeah, I don't think you got up to like 10. No, I got up. I started work at 9, just like normal. I got up at 10 today because I slept through my alarm. Okay. And I complete, we have a weekly meeting for our team and I completely missed it. Ooh. So I am. Um, Did you get in trouble? Um, my boss didn't say anything. Mm. We've had conversations about it before because I used to have an eight o'clock meeting that I continuously was late for because I could not remember that I had a meeting at eight o'clock mm. and we, uh, talked through that and I, well I was able to adjust that time a little and I have been on time for that hmm. so this is my first time missing I've never missed a nine o'clock meeting I'm usually at least awake by then oh geez yeah but I also work pretty hard so a few slip-ups here and there fair well okay um... shall we you ready for joke of the week? What about current events? Oh, that's right. We have to write. We really need to write down this this formula. Well, I just I need like a script. a teleprompter at this point, <laughs> not a script. But um, I'll make little cue cards and hang them and hold them up for you. Okay, so this week um, for current events, if anyone knows what Fortnite is, do you know what Fortnite mm -hmm. is, Joe? Yeah, didn't I play that? Didn't I win one time? Is that it's like the Hunger Games where you kill people? Yeah, but it's like the cartoony one. And you build stuff too. Oh no, that's not the one I played. What was that one I played? You played PUBG. Oh yeah, that was fun. Um so, no, I've heard of Fortnite. I don't know what it is. So Fortnite was denied entry onto uh the app store. Apple blocked them. So, why they're, they're gonna try to delay the return to iPhones for years? There's like some legal battle with between them and Epic Games, so they're not a. Uh, it won't be on uh, Apple devices for a while, so that that could be a huge hit for that company. Because I imagine that it goes as far as, like, even, you know, iPads, Mac computers, and that sort of thing, too. So, I don't know, maybe not. I'm not sure. But not being on iPhones would be huge. So, I don't know how big of a... Because, I mean, it, they have the... I mean, I wouldn't even play Fortnite on a phone though I'd rather pay it play on a console because the controller would be like way better so yeah I anyways 
I don't really get playing video games on your phone. Like, the screen's so small. Yeah. So. But that's just. I don't know. It's just drama. It was, like, the only thing I found that was interesting. Yeah. As far as that coronavirus. I mean, the only other thing I saw was, like, that they might uh, finally globally share the Pfizer vaccine. I don't know why they haven't done that already, but. Oh, interesting. So. Um, yeah. yeah, so I've been also looking at, like, current events, and um, I really it's just coronavirus over yeah. and over, and it's stupid, like, oh, just really s- sad news. Nothing that's really fun to talk about. Yeah. Well, I guess that have been, you know, ends this week's current events. Uh, I think uh, Louisiana's still recovering from the uh, from the hurricane. hurricane. So prayers to them. Yeah, the um, state offices in Orleans Parish had been. They just reopened, I think, this week. If not this week, then, like, last Friday. Mm-hmm. They have been closed for, like, two or three weeks. Dang. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, some people still don't have power or Wi-Fi or, like, one of the ladies I work with, tree fell on her house, like, that kind of stuff. Like, it's just, it's going to be a mess for a while, for sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's, uh... I guess uh, from that depressing talk, <laughs> let's move on to uh, comedy, I guess, and you can call whatever I say comedy. Oh, gosh. Let's, I'm ready. I'm braced. So, uh, you know, in my home, there's no need to have an alarm clock. I don't have to worry about charging my phone to or anything to... All I have to do is wait for the cats to screech. And that's my alarm clock. <laughs> you know, nature's way. Nature's way. So that's that's the joke? Yeah, it just came up with it like yeah. 20 minutes ago. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's, I feel like you can make, make it funnier, make it more specific to our cats, but yeah, that's pretty good. And it's also, I mean... I guess I don't really think it's that much of a joke because every single cat owner knows it's true. Yeah, so just, I don't feed my cats for dinner and then, you know, 6 a.m. I get that that uh, that warm welcome in the morning for uh, waking me up. They never wake me up. With gnawing my eyes out. <laughs> Gross. Or something like that. Oh my gosh. Feasting on my... Warm body. Okay, we'll keep working on it. I don't know. That's disgusting, Jesse. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Um, it, some of my jokes tend to go that way. Yeah, that was that was really gross. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm, I guess I've seen too many horror movies. Um, we did just watch. Oh yeah, we watched Event Horizon. Yeah, and I, so I love deep space horror movies. So it I- just, Oh, I thought you were like the sci-fi. So what? 
Okay, never mind. I thought you just like deep space sci-fi. I didn't think you like deep space horror. I, I like any deep space for the most part, but I like it if it's either horror or like a thriller. Jason X. Like, no. You see Maybe, it? no, but I haven't seen, I don't. It's. Yeah, no, we're not. So I like things like that. I like deep space. I like deep sea. But, or like ghost ship. Oh my gosh, ghost ship is not deep sea, but yes, I love ghost ship. Oh, you mean like a Abyss deep, deep or, ocean? Yeah, like deep sea, like horror movies of like, oh, we went to the bottom of the ocean and unknown, what? I don't know, like Megalothon or whatever that big shark movie is. Oh, Megadon. like the the, That's, the sea stations. Yeah, I mean, I prefer it when it's more like a horror movie. What about uh? What was that movie with the where they were in like Antarctica and they were like, like recreating they were going to Mars or something? Or oh my gosh, what was that movie? Didn't work out apparently. Wait, was that that mini series I watched about? The no, head? I don't. No, this was a movie, and they were in like Antarctica, and it didn't go well at all. Oh my gosh, it's gonna bother me. I know what you're talking about. I also love polar movies. Yeah, forget. It, it wasn't like The Thing, but I don't know if you've ever seen The Thing. No. Oh, it was oh terrifying. Gosh. I'm going to have to Google it. It's going to bother me. Anyway, um, sorry. But yeah, so Event Horizon, I've watched it like a thousand times because every time I'm like, oh, the Event Horizon's on here. Like, I didn't know that. And then I watch it and it is just, Jesse had never seen it, so we watched it for realsies. And um, it was so gory. Yeah, it, it, it took me for a... I didn't expect that movie to go that way. I thought it was more of just like a more of a sci-fi movie. And then it turns into this terrifying movie. So I was a bit, you know, took me off guard from what it was. So okay. Yeah, it was, it's just gore. It's just mm -hmm. pure gore. I'm trying to look up that, oh my gosh, it's going to bother me. Oh, this is interesting. The movie that we talked about that was like, they're trying to recreate Mars. Apparently that's real. This is a CNN article from 2015. It is, this. there's a space station in Antarctica that's more remote than the International Space Station. Um my gosh, it's the Concordia Research Station in Antarctica, a French-Italian facility where up to 16 people live for one year in complete isolation, all in the name of science. It's the closest analog to long-term space missions, making it home for various scientists from the European Space Agency, their eventual goal, a manned mission to Mars. Oh, this is so interesting. Okay, so we find after our brief break we found out what the name of the movie was it's called the tank so the two movies we spoke of this episode are event horizon which has lawrence fishburne and uh sam neill that's his name from jurassic park yes sam neill and the other movie that we're talking about is the tank which has 
Eric King, which played Sergeant Dokes and Dexter, and uh, that guy that played uh, Shooter McGavin's in it from Happy Gilmore, I think, is also in this movie, The Tank. So both are uh, sci-fi horror movies slash thriller movies, so if you folks enjoy that sort of movie. The Tank is way less gory, but emotionally... Taxing. Yes, it's it's very um, sad's not the right word, but you feel a lot of it. If you're an empathetic person, it, there are some scenes that are very hard to watch. Yeah, it gets anxious. But anyways, um, all right, so that's enough movie talk, I think. Yes, I think I've mentioned this on other podcasts before, but I also want to share for people who are like grossed out by things. Like I'm grossed out by anything with eyes so event horizon i that's a oh, kind of a big yeah. thing so you have to like i've covered eyes a lot um that doesn't spoil anything but the um there's an awesome website that i check called does the dog die.com and it has a whole list of like different triggers so if you want to avoid something you can look and it will answer like in this movie and it has all these different like does blah 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 happen and people who've watched it answer yes or no I use it literally to check if the dog dies or if the cat dies, because those are my triggers. That like I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch that. I don't care if it's a great movie. I don't want to watch it. Um, but there's other things like if you don't want to watch movies with, I don't know, suicide or mm. certain types of mutilations or like drug use. You know, if something like that's triggering, you can check that to see if it's going to be included in the movie or not. Sure. Very helpful. And then um, I think that's about it. Um, well, um, do you want to do Jill's Quit Kitty Corner? Okay. Welcome to Jill's Kitty Corner. Meow. Ooh. Why'd you say ooh? You don't like my meow? Said so, I don't know. I was like, ooh, the, it hurt my ear. Well, okay. Um, this week in Jill's Kitty Corner, um, we are update we're finally going to take pixie to the vet here in alton i'm very excited about it i think it's this friday but i have to check my so maybe the day this comes out but i have to check my calendar her little midnight meows as we call them where she just screams for no reason whatsoever in the middle of the night usually around as i get into bed she'll be like okay perfect time for me to drag stuffed animals around and scream my head off um we're going to take her to the vet Make sure she's all good, and then maybe try and get her on some anxiety medication. Mm. So maybe we'll get some funny high cat videos. <laughs> Jeez. But no, I hope it. Her brother, her litter mate that we fostered, was on, on anxiety medication that worked really well for him. So I'm hoping we can figure something out for her, and eventually, um, I need to ask his adoptive mom how it how she did it. But eventually, he got off the anxiety medication, and it just like rewired his brain a little bit so he mm. could like learn not to be terrified of his surroundings mm. um so eventually he didn't need it um and i'm kind of hoping it'll be the same for pixie he had different behaviors than her so i don't i'm not quite sure if it's going to work the same but fingers crossed and that's it for jill's kitty corner yep and uh, that ends the episode. Uh, uh, anyone who listens, thank you for listening. And, um, and anyone who's been a guest, thanks for coming on.
And uh, you could find the podcast on uh, most platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitchers, anywhere, most platforms where you can find the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at either uh, jesse.runnels or the Ramblin' Runnels account. You can send uh, you know subject matter to either ramblinrunnels at gmail.com or the Ramblin' Runnels uh, uh, Instagram account. You can follow me on Twitter at jesse underscore runnels and you can add me on Facebook at simply jesse runnels. So, yep, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, bye.